Hello, listeners. This is First in Gold with Freddie and Pete, a football podcast with everything 49ers first. You know, Michael Lombardi obviously is a respected name uh, in terms of a, an, a source, you know, well-connected with, you know, and the NFL circles. And so for him to say that, you know, very, very adamantly that Justin Fields is not going to be the third pick, um, it's, it's kind of a big deal, right? Me, when I heard that, I initially thought that, um, you know, a couple of different scenarios, really. Um, but I kind of wanted to get your your take on it because I know that you you were a little bit blindsided as, as much as I was when we both saw it. So what was your take on, on him saying Justin will not be the third pick? First off, I just thought he was crazy. And I was like, this guy needs to get tested. <laughs> he needs to go see a doctor right away. And then yeah. I thought, I mean – Going back to even their high school days, it's been Trevor Lawrence 1 and Justin Fields 1A or 1B, however you want to say it. So, And, and even throughout college, it's it's been that same way. And so even, even after, like, the Jets started, won a couple games and put them out of first place, it's like, congratulations, you got Justin Fields. So maybe, right. maybe Michael Lombardi was kind of alluding to that maybe the Fields will already be gone, you know, and maybe Kyle Shanahan having that uh, – you know, friendship with Salah, maybe they knew something there too. Um, and, and again, going back to 49ers made that trade up to number three on Zach Wilson's pro day. So yeah. they must have felt real confident confident at three if either one was available. And if Michael Lombardi is saying that, you know, Justin Fields is not going to the 49ers, but then he also said it's, it's either Lance or Mac Jones. So... Um, I don't know. Um, I, there might be something to it. Uh, we'll see what, what happens after uh, Trey Lance's pro day today. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about him, that how he impressed people with uh, his knowledge of the playbooks and and uh, reading defenses. So there could be something there. Maybe, maybe uh, Trey Lance is moving up. And I know you had talked about he and how he kind of ties to Jimmy G and their oh, yeah. 49ers long-term plans. Oh yeah, no, and, and that and that to me is is the is kind of the the underlying um, you know outcome with with taking lances because you've stated that Jimmy's going to be on the roster, he's going to start week one, and to me that all that points to uh, Trey being on the bench, um, you know, kind of holding the clipboard and learning for a year. So uh, that would make sense um, as far as Lombardi's comment. You know, my gut was more more so because I still believe that we don't know what the Jets are going to do. <clears throat> so I, I, I honestly, you know, do think that Justin could go too. Um, so it's not even going to be in the cards for us really to, to take them if, if he's already going to be gone. Um, there, the, you know, it's funny. You look at all these mock, mock drafts and the two things you really don't see is Zach Wilson going, going to uh, the Niners at three or Trey Lance going – you know, even to the um, to the Jets at two, which I, again could also be you know the, a possibility because um, we don't know what they're thinking. You know, they could bring in another guy and or trade for Minshew or someone and and uh, kind of up you know bring up Trey Lance that way. So I think there's some moving parts. Um, I, I think the way Lombardi said it made it sound like the, the pick is in and it's going to be Mac Jones pretty much or or, or Lance possibly, but. Um, you know, no one's no one's talking about Wilson to the Niners, and as much as Fields to the Niners just makes sense, uh, it's still not. You just don't see uh, as many mock drafts right now really tying both those 
you know, players to the Niners. I think everyone is, is trying to force feed us um, Mac, Mac to the Niners or, or even Trey. Yeah, and then so the other thing that came out today was that uh, John Beck was training um, Trey Lance for his pro day today, and then that Jordan Matthews, who's been on the 49ers the, what, the last two years, last year? Yeah, two years. He's going to be running routes for him. So now Shanahan has not just only his own eyes, but he's got John Beck coaching him, who apparently he respects and believes and trusts his opinion. And John Beck also trained with um, Justin Fields a little bit. So, man, they're just getting inside information. It almost seems like it's like in the NBA, illegal tampering. But if they're letting this happen, then, hey, more power to the Niners. It also kind of raises the question, then why wasn't John Beck there to train Mac Jones? If Mac Jones is this already guaranteed at number three, uh, why right. didn't they do that deep dive and then that, that training to get an understanding? And apparently, I mean, I guess Mac Jones already has the greatest football mind coming out of the draft. But right. I think you would still want to do your due diligence and test and, and see all that you can with all that you've leveraged into this pick you know, trading all your next uh, couple years picks away in the first round. So th- that raises an interesting question to me. But, yeah, what do you – man, what do you think? It's, it's a lot of interesting stuff going on. Yeah, as far as uh, the, the Mac Pro Day, um, I thought it was odd that Shanahan and Lynch didn't speak to him uh, or interact with them. Or, I mean, we have to believe that Saban was telling the truth when he said, you know, they didn't ask about him at all. Um, I mean, it, it would benefit him to say, yeah, yeah, they asked about him. But to say that they didn't, you know, that, I mean, that to me tells me that they, they didn't, you know, they didn't really, you know, care enough to ask. So it's it, it's hard because I, I think that you want to be able to interact with with a player that you're going to be drafting. You want to see their personality. And, and Mac's a very goofy guy, um, as you can tell. He, he just, you know, his personality just reminds me of somebody who's just kind of like a putz, you know what I mean? And just um, – not much of a team leader. Yeah, doesn't seem like it. Yeah, I, I, I get, I get. He's you know he's dialed in with with processing and plays and all that, but um, you know you have to remember who's in our locker room and and those guys are going to have to believe in, in in the player that we're going to pick, right? And and granted, it's their job and and they'll and they'll make it work, but you know when you look at the division, you have to remember too that you know the guys that we're playing against all have you know really high football IQs, but also are improvisers and have things that, you know, you just can't teach. And so I, I, I want that for the Niners. I want us to have a guy that has qualities that you just can't, that are just God given, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah, as far as the back to answer your question, uh, cause I know I, I, I wanted to at least, you know, give you um, a little, a little bit of like, you know, what I feel might be, happening there uh, Jordan Matthews working out with them I, I don't know what connection Jordan Matthews has to North Dakota State I, I have no idea why he would even be there so that was a little odd to me um I think I think it's maybe because he already has the route concepts down and, and sure you know he has the familiarity the familiarity with the playbook yeah so um and then that's he's probably probably also kind of uh showcasing him showing people or teams that he might still have it yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt for Matthews to run routes and catch passes. I'm just curious as to why he's doing it at North Dakota State with Trey Lance, right? Because um, yeah. he could have done it with anyone, you know, uh, Kellen Mon or Trask or you know any of the, any of the other quarterbacks that are going to be getting drafted. So, 
yeah, it, it's interesting. Um, my gut still tells me that 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 that's the pick that you make if the Jimmy story pans out to be true, where you know he's not going to get traded and he's going to be playing. Um, but you know, it's it's it's. I, I struggle with it honestly because I, I still believe that there's a chance Zach Wilson falls to the Niners at three. I do. I really do believe that. Um, and I also think that Fields is the no-brainer pick if the first two picks are what everyone says that they're going to be with Lawrence and, and Wilson off the board. So that that that's hard, right? Because you you want to say that the no-brainer pick makes the most sense, but that's just not the way these drafts ever work. You know, something could be staring at you in the right. face, and for whatever reason, it just doesn't end up working out that way. So, you know, I think as we get closer, you know, hopefully we'll see, you know, I'd like to see a little bit more clarity going into, into next Thursday, but, you know, as of now, I think we're still all just kind of trying to figure out what we're going to end up doing, you know, at that three spot. Yeah. And you have to remember that the 49ers have made some of the most unpredictable draft picks outside of uh, Nick Bosa in the recent years, like last year getting Kinlaw. I don't think many people saw that. Uh, I look at the white ride receiver. I don't think people saw that either. They expected him to, Niners to get Jerry Judy oh, yeah. or CD early on or Henry Ruggs if they were available, mm-hmm. but nobody really saw Kinlaw first. And then, uh, and then Ayuk. So there's that. And then the year before that, when they traded or a couple years before that, when they got uh, McGlinchey, you know, that wasn't really something being seen. And even with Joe Staley's retirement and then trading for Trent Williams last year, those things were all hush-hush. You, you weren't hearing people talking about it like, oh, you know, 49ers are worried Joe Staley might retire, so they're looking to bring in a free agent. None of that. It was just all of a sudden it hit. The trade was already done, and it was – that's when the reporting happened. Yeah, uh, and, and that's probably what's going to happen this year. You know, I, I think – even even if they take fields at three, that's still a shocker, right? Because you you, you want to believe it because it makes sense, and you want to you, you want to be able to say like with confidence that that is the pick that they're going to make. But we just don't know because of how much smoke there is out there with with you know McCorkle and and uh, and with even Trey Lance and you know the, the the Trey pick to me again is is all tied to Jimmy. So that that just tells us kind of how things are going to be run this year. Um, you know, going into the beginning of the season. But Fields or Zach Wilson is, is a different story. Now, I, I did hear that, you know, if we were to take Mac Jones, that, that Jimmy's days are, are numbered uh, because he's the most, quote-unquote, pro-ready. Um, but that scares the shit out of yeah. me because, you know, you're, you're, you're going to give up Jimmy Garoppolo, who, when healthy, is going to give you what you, you know, what you've seen. Whereas with Mac Jones, you know, what, 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 what different things is he going to do uh, week one that Jimmy won't, won't give you, you know? So that, that's, that's the part I struggle with because nothing changes with the Niners. Um, so we'll still be, you know, still have the fourth best quarterback if that's the case. And there's just no, like, you know, to me, you're, you're just getting a, a cheaper, a cheaper Jimmy, I guess. I mean, if you want to talk about the financials of it, then sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I get, I get yeah. that part of it, but <clears throat> Not to me that I don't. I don't think we put fear into other teams' eyes if if Mac Jones is starting uh, week one. So no. that's why it's it. It has to be you know Fields honestly or, or Zach Wilson. Um, but yeah, I mean I'm 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 still I'm struggling with that to be honest with you. I, I still think that that Zach 
has potential uh, to fall to three, but it all depends on obviously what, where, like Lombardi said, I mean, if, if Justin Fields doesn't get picked with the third pick, then I'm hoping that's because he's already gone and not because we passed him up. Yeah. If it does come down to it at number three, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence already gone. Who do you think gives the Niners the best long-term option, the best future at three? Justin Fields, Trey Lance, or possibly Mac Jones? Yeah, Justin Fields, 100%, because he's the guy that, that you win championships with. He's the guy that, that your, your players are going to rally and believe in. Um, he's resilient, and he has all the tools that you need. He's going to improvise when things break down, and he's going to be able to make some of those plays where – you know, we, we wish that we would have had, you know, over the last couple of years, but we just didn't have a capable uh, guy, you know, behind center to do it, right? Whether it was C.J. Bethard or Nick Mullins or, you know, Jimmy when he was hurt. So he's just going to he's gonna add that extra element. Now, Trey does a lot of the same things. And, you know, in two or three years, you know, he could end up being, you know, a, a part Lamar Jackson, part Josh Allen type of uh, football player. And, and he probably will. Um, and I think that would be exciting, but you know, the window in the NFL closes very quickly. Like, you know, teams can not make the playoffs one year and then, you know, go to go to a championship the next. And so I think that's what we have to remember too, is like, if we're expecting Trey Lance in three years to be an amazing, you know, uh, quarterback. Yeah. I mean, that's great, but you know, what are we going to do for the next three years? then? like, I'm trying, I'm trying to get the Super Bowl, right? Like that, that's the goal here. And I think Justin's a guy that, that brings us a, you know, he he brings that that six Lombardi trophy back to the Bay Area. Yeah, I I totally agree. He's shown he's he's shown up in in big games already. You know, the Big Ten championship against Clemson. He he took a big hit and got right back out there and and balled out. Um, made some big time throws in those games and then played against Alabama in uh, the championship game and and looked pretty solid there as well. Um, now, yes, Trey Lance has played in a championship game of. Uh, in his own right, but it was very different. It seemed like he was mostly a running quarterback in that one, so you didn't get to see too much. And why is that? I don't know if he maybe was nervous in making throws um, or didn't believe in his wide receivers. Um, I don't. I don't know that. Two, two, two interesting facts. Definitely see two interesting facts about Trey Lance. Never ran a two-minute drill in college in seventeen games. And never had more than 27 pass attempts in any given game. So, you know, when you talk about limited experience, um, you know, you got you to look at that too. Now, what does that mean in the grand scheme of things? Probably nothing, right? Because he's going to obviously practice that and, and that's going to be part of like his upbringing. But just keep that in mind, you know what I mean? Like when you talk about raw, you know, where, where the quarterbacks that we're evaluating now are, I mean, he's 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 at the he's at the back of the picket line, man. You know, like he's not he's not ready to go. No, uh, and he is young though. He's got he's the youngest out of all the quarterback uh, prospects mm-hmm. in the draft, so he does have that on his side. So he he's only had one solid year of production with last year only playing like one game. Um, so there's still a lot of unknowns with him, but with what people are saying, he does have a lot of upside and possibly the highest upside out of the quarterbacks. But then that also comes with the most risk. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, take that for, for what you will. But I think the most ready is Justin Fields. You draft him, let him sit behind uh, Jimmy for a year. 
unless he gets hurt, which we know Jimmy is a high injury risk mm-hmm. right now. Um, but if he stays healthy, I think the 49ers are going back to the Super Bowl. That increases Jimmy's uh, trades value, so you get a better pick in return. And still, if you don't get anything, then you let Jimmy and Justin compete next year for the starting role and, and go from there. You can And you can cut Jimmy if you need to be, and you save 20, what, 23, $25 million off the salary cap. And, and then you got your future right there in Justin Fields. Yeah, I'm starting to warm up to that idea. I think, you know, I was pretty – about two weeks ago, I was, I was pretty adamant myself that if Fields gets picked next Thursday that, that Jimmy uh, is packing his bags and, and getting a U-Haul truck, you know, that later that night. Um, I'm warming up to the idea that they may let both of them compete in camp, but kind of knowing that Justin is the better athlete, right, and the better, better overall uh, quarterback – and then kind of basically giving Justin the job week one. Yeah, and so when it comes to looking at, you know, the fate of Jimmy potentially with taking a Justin Fields or a Zach Wilson at three, you know, you, you can make the argument that, you know, he does potentially still stick around, right? And, um, you know, they compete in camp. And, you know, I, I, I think at that point um, – you know, it can go 50-50 whether or not, you know, Jimmy ends up uh, still having the job, you know, for week one uh, starting or, you know, they unload them and they use them as a bargaining chip and and ship them off somewhere uh, prior to uh, the season opener. Very similar to, you know, what happened with Russell and Matt Flynn, you know, when, when he got drafted in the third round. No one expected him to, to, to win the job, <clears throat> but ultimately he did. And, uh, and Matt never really, you know, got a chance to – to play at, at that point. So it's going to be, I think with, with, with fields and with Wilson, you almost have to think that it's their job day one. Once they get drafted, Lance is attached to Jimmy in the sense that I think that just, that's the safest pick for Jimmy. If, if he had the pick out of the four quarterbacks, that's probably what, who he who would be rooting for. I would say is, is Trey Lance because it gives him a job right week one. Um, and, and with, with McCorkle, uh, because of his quote unquote, you know, uh, high, you know, high elite, uh, processing speed, you know, whatever computer, you know, CPU you want to compare him to, um, you know, they say he's NFL ready. So I I would guess that from a, you know, a cost standpoint, maybe it's just getting what you're going to get out of Jimmy, but paying a cheaper price for it, you know, once you trade Jimmy and then just use Mac Jones, um, you know, day one, which, um, I think it would be a horrific mistake uh, out of all the options. So that's, that's kind of the way I look at it. You know, um, right now the, the, I think the door's still open for, for Zach Wilson, uh, to potentially fall to the Niners at three. I think that would be one hell of a, a story and smokescreen, right. If solid ends up taking, uh, Justin Fields, but you know, it to my heart and to my core, I still think Justin Fields is the guy. I think he's the guy at three. I think that's what you take. And, um, you know, he's the guy that you're going to go out there and win and compete with his leadership. And, and that's the kind of guy I want in red and gold. So um, stay tuned for the next episode. We'll uh, be live from Levi's uh, as we get closer to the draft next week. But until then, stay safe. Talk to you all soon. That's 
going to be it for this episode. Be sure to be on the lookout for the next one where we take a deeper look on who could be available for the 49ers with their later picks. Until next time.